Hello everyone around the world. My name is Grace and this is my podcast. And today you will hear from me with my good friend and a special guest of the evening, Krishna Das. Well, I have known him for 8 years now and going strong. He is a good friend, a keeper and supporter of whatever blunder I do. Yes, whatever blunder. So, I will pass on pass on this to him now to be more clear on his identity to the world as we speak of. Hi Krishna, are you there? Yeah, hi Grace. Uh, thank you for all the kind words. And uh, hello world. Uh, I am Krishna Das and uh, I am head of IT and operations in Cravents Media, uh, a digital agency based in New Delhi. Today we will be discussing about the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and how the world is getting affected because of this outbreak. Uh, we will also be discussing how the world will change post COVID-19. Sure, we will. So, um tell me something about how you are feeling right now as a profession wise i mean whatever your profession is and how you feel in that chair when you sit and you see this covid situation going on uh well it is evident from the current situation that the world is going through a global crisis we can we all can see that uh we also know that uh, covid-19 was first detected in china in late 2019 uh, it has been declared as a global pandemic since then uh it has succeeded enough to threaten us by being one of the most uh, difficult tests faced by the mankind we know that uh, this hidden enemy can take life it has the potential to disrupt uh, global supply chains and overburden our healthcare system it can also unleash a long lasting geopolitical and economic crisis across the globe Uh, this pandemic has forced many of our great business leaders to focus on the challenges and threats uh, posed on their business uh, growth and continuity. Uh, today, world now uh, faces its severe economic meltdown since the Great Depression in 1930s, and uh, even worse than the Great Depression in 2008, where it took almost uh, two to three years for the economy to recover. Majority of the businesses are in the phase of uh, crisis management right now. but uh, there are many businesses also which has already started looking for uh, new opportunities beyond this situation and they are on the right path for uh, growth once this situation is passed but uh, nobody knows how long this uh, outbreak will continue but if we believe experts uh, this virus will uh, continue to remain with us for a very long time and uh, i personally feel that uh, like uh, every crisis that has happened in our past this outbreak will also bring us with itself a uh, lot of new opportunities to grow Although the world is still in chaos, uh, the key to deal with this crisis is to put uh, the health of our people and the planet first. All we have to do is to look at uh, the bigger picture. Uh, we just can't go back to our old ways of living and uh, do businesses in a similar ways like we used to do uh, before this crisis. So there are endless possibilities, but uh, certainly tomorrow will be very different, and uh, that is why we must start preparing uh, for our future today itself. Right. you are absolutely right on this so what do you think the world is going to be post covid i mean collectively like i said earlier the world is uh, definitely going to change post covid there must be questions in everyone's mind people might be wondering what will happen to their jobs uh, will they be able to survive this pandemic or not uh, what will happen to their friends and relatives there are many possibilities uh, which are mostly dependent on how countries and their people respond to this virus and its uh, economic aftermath uh, 
uh, in fact uh, many significant and fundamental changes have uh, already taken place and uh, which are expected to remain there for a very long time uh, now when this uh, health crisis subsides uh, then we will be in a very different world uh this pandemic will change the way we trust each other before this uh, covid situation we enjoyed a very high level of trust in this uh, globalized world uh we could uh, travel to new places we could order products online we could new, uh, meet new people without any restrictions so uh, these trends will definitely change once the lockdowns around the world are lifted another change that we have noticed uh, is the shortcomings in our healthcare system in many countries we have seen that uh, covid patients have been forced to sleep on floors uh, because there are no beds or uh, there is a shortage of beds in hospitals so these experiences uh, will definitely force the governments to put more focus and working towards a very robust healthcare system and uh, uh, definitely the, there will be a change in this uh, healthcare landscape and uh, many countries are even working towards the concept of immunity passport which is uh, very similar to your normal passport or visa for example suppose if someone is certified to be human to the virus uh, then they will get the pass to resume their daily routine this passport uh, might be even considered while traveling to other countries airports will be well equipped to conduct on site covid-19 tests and uh, provide test certificates to their passengers Uh, many governments are also considering surveillance as a public health measure uh, though it will uh, facilitate uh, con- uh, contact tracing uh, but uh, the methods like uh, phone tracking capturing movements through uh, cctv bank transactions uh, these measures uh, might erase a layer of privacy from people's life but uh, if uh, public health is concerned i think uh, this will be a very normal thing in days to come similarly we can see an upsurge in the use of technologies such as ai and data science uh, where these are technically where these technologies are being used for contact tracing uh, algorithms uh, developed for these uh, technologies are being used to screen uh, potentially affected patients uh, ai can also help hospitals for better managing their resources and even helping in developing the vaccine for this uh, virus Uh, moreover we might uh, need to find more sustainable solutions in future there will be a rise in the use of digital platforms it uh, virtual meetings uh, digital education for students and virtual events these uh, technologies will definitely provide an effective and environment friendly ways to cooperate uh, in a uh, connected world oh my god that was awkward information i must say So what do you think people on a micro level how they will change post covid situation See there is no doubt that the covid-19 pandemic will change the face of human society but it forces us to ask very fundamental questions like will this outbreak only affect our healthcare systems will it extend to human consumption patterns our value systems political designs or even legal systems but the current crisis is not of the pandemic alone rather it is of the far reaching consequences on human behavior and addressing these repercussions should not be limited to taking ad hoc costly measures limited to the current situation uh, but should prompt us uh, to think about putting into place innovative measures and actions that go beyond the pandemic mm-hmm. measures like uh, imposing quarantines enacting new laws to management of uh, crisis use of modern tools for e-learning and networking ensuring a minimum standard of living for all loan sanctions relaxations on bills and taxes unemployment assistance uh, these measures have cost countries billions of dollars 
these are the funds uh, that could have been invested in uh, infrastructure development or other major projects but instead have now been used to respond to the immediate needs of the people post covid state will see the emergence of a new human being whose daily behavior and thinking will differ from what it was before the covid-19 outbreak uh, political legal and economic systems will have to adapt to this new human being Uh, i think uh, despite all these safety measures being taken by the governments around the world there is a great need for these uh, to be integrated into a comprehensive post pandemic thinking mm-hmm. in fact we will uh, find ourselves uh, faced with a generation who thinks uh, very differently from the pre pandemic generation i think yes it is apt to say pre covid situation and post covid generation i think that is going to be a very used term in future reference we've already started right. making memes of pre covid generation and post covid generation so i think that's a very good term yeah absolutely so my next question to you would be what do you think is important post covid this uh, situation has uh, already taught us uh, many lessons and uh, forced us to think differently about the different aspects of our lives recently uh, we have heard that people were misbehaving and treating badly the healthcare workers policemen paramedics sanitation workers and so on and the people should be responsible and they should understand that uh, it is because of these people that the outbreak is in control and uh, that they could uh, carry on with their daily routine without much concern and uh, definitely we owe them a huge amount of debt government should not only focus on developing a healthcare system but uh, also need to take care of these healthcare workers and every other essential worker by providing various risk benefits and paying them better these steps will not only ensure a respectful and better perception by general people towards workers but it will also provide more confidence to them to better serve the mankind this outbreak also forced us to draw our attention towards the very important aspect uh, that i think is a uh, very important or essential for everyone to know uh, that is our preparedness for another situation like this like bill gates warned us a few years back in his uh, ted talk that if there is anything that will uh, kill millions of people uh, it will be a virus or micro then a war or missiles and huge amount of effort and money have already been invested in nuclear warhead but uh, very little has been invested in de- developing an efficient system to stop an epidemic like situation even if we successfully get past through this situation then it should be our utmost priority to prepare ourselves for such kind of epidemic in future and i totally agree with you on that another important aspect which i feel is important uh, is that we learn to take care of ourselves and our planet we should uh, learn to coexist with other creatures in this planet and care should be taken so that uh, we do not interfere with their natural habitat and economic activities like uh, manufacturing to be kept minimal while focusing only on necessary and es- essential things uh, which are required for sustainable growth of mankind i totally agree on you i mean that's the, that is the very harsh reality which we are facing right now uh, but it is everything is a blessing in disguise what we should look at 
right right so now what would you be think um, i mean suggesting us as your anthem or strategy as a marketing expert in post covid situation i mean that would go as an advice to all the other people who have similar trade similar uh, exercise to um, do in their own offices so i'm really looking forward for your advice uh well i will be speaking on general strategies that uh, i think uh, every business should follow post covid situation the lockdown measures uh, taken by the government uh, has seriously hit not just the private sector companies but also the public sector companies as well this has put uh, business leaders under a huge amount of pressure and compels them to assess the potential risks and act with a rapid response plan there are some critical strategies that uh, every business must consider while uh, navigating past this outbreak and uh, maintain a very uh, sustainable growth and continuity it should be the first and foremost priority of every business to take care of well-being of their workforce Uh, business leaders should ensure that the employees have uh, proper access to the healthcare facilities and uh, every employee should be insured with medicaid or other health related benefits the second strategy that i think uh, is to uh, secure liquidity of funds and now the major challenge for small and medium sized businesses will be the availability of capital businesses will need to keep running their operations at lower costs uh, because the revenues will take a direct hit uh, post this situation for these businesses can avail the benefits uh, of the government proposals uh, to provide financial assistance and um, so on uh, the third strategy will be the management of workforce because uh, post this situation many employees might leave the companies and many employees might be left unemployed so because of this economic meltdown it will be a major challenge for business and lack of workforce will definitely hamper the smooth delivery of the products and services which can result in delays errors and customer dissatisfaction uh businesses need to analyze a talent strategy where they will be required to identify and retain their key contributors besides this assessing the remote working model and reviewing hr policies can help businesses in efficient management of workforce and uh, maintain productivity businesses can uh, upskill their use of technology augment uh, their workforce rather than uh, laying off uh, their employees and uh, lastly the business leaders should also focus on building organizational resilience and ensure smooth operations organizational resilience can be built by uh, defining the business model identifying the uncertainties caused by this outbreak uh, assessing the covid impact designing the changes required to fight this economic crisis and uh, finally executing those changes okay that's a good that's a list of strategies i mean i really have to hear this again but uh, those look like you know very well thought of and so such profound thought and absolutely it comes with experience i'm i'm sure you must have faced all these things in a not so good manner because no these are uh, very general strategies which i think uh, every business should follow 
so <laughs> obviously it comes with experience yes. and uh, business, business leaders who are in a uh, very topmost position uh, might uh, should think about this sure sure so uh, my next question would be do you think covid was a good or a bad event for 2020 on micro or macro level you can select one or you can talk about both i mean it's up to you see most countries and their people uh, think that uh, covid is the worst thing that has ever happened to the mankind uh, but i think covid has done both good and bad things for us uh, we should not ignore the silver linings of this situation uh, if we talk on micro level then it has taught us the value of uh, personal hygiene Uh, personal hygiene which was once a neglected aspect of our life now has become a prime agenda for everyone people have understood its importance and taking sanitation and cleanliness around them very seriously we now know the importance of family values and spending time with our family earlier in this uh, workaholic uh, culture uh, people would find it very difficult to spend time with their families we might not uh, go to a fast food restaurant due to lockdown measures but we have understood the importance of nutritious and hygienic home cooked food companies are now providing flexible working hours to their employees and remote working options which has reduced commute times and transportation costs on a macro level the good news is that the governments across the world are working towards a robust healthcare system which will equip the nations with better tools to fight covid like situations in future factory shutdowns travel bans and a squeeze on demand spelled an economic disaster but it has also helped the nature to recover and we can see that endangered species and other wildlife are returning to their natural habitat we can witness clearer skies and crystal clear water in our rivers uh, our quality index has improved and the pollution level has dropped to as low as 50% on the other hand uh, the sad part is that this outbreak has infected millions of people uh, lakhs of people are dead and the, uh, and the count is ever increasing it has caused a severe economic meltdown which has resulted in mass unemployment and one of the most difficult aspects of this uh, stringent lockdowns uh, imposed to slow the spread of the virus has been loneliness with uh, families and friends forced to remain apart uh, for weeks or even months mm. that is that is absolutely true i keep hearing such stories on instagram facebook where people do share their loneliness stories so uh, yeah that's a harsh truth So okay uh, do you think covid put our nation's true color in terms of law and order i mean that is something which people are talking about right now definitely we cannot exclude law and order out of the covid picture although the governments across different nations have uh, utilized their police personnel and uh, military to maintain the stringent lockdown measures across states and cities we must understand that uh, this covid situation is more than just a law and order situation Uh, it is more uh, a war like situation rather than just a robust legal system nations might need a framework of engagement where in civil societies can aid the government's uh, efforts at a systemic level the administrations across the nations will focus on bringing in uh, more resources to fight this crisis and uh, not just ensuring that nobody steps out during lockdown and incidentally we can see that uh, the crime rates have decreased during this outbreak uh, as street life has decreased across the globe the petty crimes appears to have decreased considerably and uh, with people at home times like thefts and home invasions have become more difficult 
and however we can see an upsurge in cyber crime since more number of people are now conducting their daily tasks online including shopping and online fund transactions now apart from these cyber crimes uh, the administrations can trade off with petty crimes like uh, thefts smuggling road rage etc and rather focus more on critical things like availability of resources to people in this crisis Though the current lockdown measures are necessary, it's not enough to bring down the COVID-19 curve. Governments uh, need to make sure that uh, people's basic needs are being met, along with providing information and building resilience among communities. In such an unusual situation, it is necessary to temporarily suspend or circumvent certain mechanisms and procedures such as uh, law and order relating to the normal democratic functioning of countries. so that decision making and crisis management can be as rapid and effective as possible so let's go on to the next question uh, krishna uh, what what's your take on fashion industry okay so i am from the fashion industry so yes i was really concerned about fashion industry and that's one thing which i really want to know because it is not luxury but it is also a part of our need so i had to take this question okay so like every other industry uh, the fashion industry will also take a, a back seat in this uh, covid affected world uh, retailers have suffered a huge loss since the breakout of uh, covid 19 some of the world's uh, top fashion houses and designers were among the first to suspend their own production and uh, repurpose their supply lines to produce personal prote- protective equipments like masks and uh, medical gowns we can expect a period of recovery post this outbreak which will be characterized by uh, lack of enthusiasm for spending and decrease in demand across different channels uh, a speculated report suggests that uh, significant prices are brewing in the fashion industry and there could be more than 40% drop in the demand after the lockdown the expected drop in the market can further lead to almost loss of 50 lakh jobs in the apparel industry Uh, many major brands uh, stocks have already plummeted in along with the stock market crash the industry has uh, recently witnessed a series of fashion week disruptions we can see in the case of uh, armani dior gucci etc that uh, these design houses have uh, cancelled or postponed their international resort 2021 tour and uh, as many major events have been cancelled others are going virtual to go forward with their pre planned summits and trade shows so it will not be very easy for uh, fashion leaders to uh, navigate past this uncertainty they need to be very decisive in nature and uh, they need to emerge out of this situation and the key to uh, emerge out from this situation will be to put recovery strategies into motion with much more uh, renewed energy and as fast as they can this crisis provides a very uh, new opportunity and acts as a catalyst to revive and prepare the fashion industry for a sustainable future in the post covid world that's true that's true so uh, what do you think you will plan a new financial plan for the rest of your 2020 i mean your own financial budget everybody has their own budget on what they will spend on how much they will spend on so will you review that financial plan which you must have thought of in last year or maybe january while this uh, 2020 started so it's a need of the situation everyone i think uh, everyone should plan a financial strategy 
not just for 2020 but uh, uh, for the time to come or uh, future as well uh, given the importance of cash flow in times like this companies would immediately develop a treasury plan for cash management as part of their overall business risk and uh, continuity plans and uh, i think in doing so it is essential to take a full ecosystem and end to end supply chain perspective in consideration as the approaches you take to manage cash will have implications for not only your business but also for your customers as well yeah that's that's a good one so uh, will you still be a good buyer or a cautious buyer post covid in terms of garments accessories or we can say luxury products uh it's a very good question but uh, i think it's not just me and it's not a question about whether i will be a good buyer or a cautious buyer it's uh, about uh, general people's sentiments shopping and retail are some of the most uh, visible behavior changes in the covid-19 crisis and uh, because of this uh, crisis uh, economic economic anxiety most buyers will be afraid to spend more on garments accessories and uh, luxury products at this crisis uh, where people are fearing job loss and reduced salaries they will be highly cautious about their expenses and uh, it is obvious that the market won't enjoy a very uh, good crowd of shoppers as they used to before this crisis but the one who will still be shopping uh, is the young consumer Uh, the sudden increase of people in, uh, being indoors has led to a change in their lifestyle where consumers have shifted to spending more time online than before the trend will shift to online shopping more than the physical stores and uh, since more number of people will be working from home now it will become a new trend to browse the look books of major brands online this will directly influence their shopping nature and the fashion market is going to witness the young consumer in a higher ratio than the older ones Once the lockdown is over, the pandemic's uh, uh, effect will stay in the consumer behavior, further leading the online purchases to flourish. And the brands uh, which uh, already catering to the online generation will most likely not be in too much trouble and uh, might even see an increase in sales. But those brands uh, who are traditionally offline should innovate new products uh, online in an effort to adapt to this new way of living. Hmm, that's a good observation. <laughs> but uh, okay uh, so okay let's move on to the next question um, it's related to garment and retail sector if i was representing the entire garment industry in the retail industry uh, what would be your advice i mean uh, it can be a strategy it can be just an advice piece of advice it can be just a quote it can be anything but what would be your outlook on that uh see we can uh, look through different angles at the covid-19 situation and its impact on the apparel industry we can see that uh, the short term impact is that uh, the world is going through this crisis and potential health risks we will witness a fall in apparel sales on account of uh, malls and stores being closed more importantly the mental bandwidth of consumers will also shift from purchasing lifestyle needs uh, such as apparel to daily needs uh, such as food beverages and uh, other essential items even if we assume that uh, things start picking up in the next year the apparel industry will still see implications in this year sales like uh, your spring summer sales cycle of the current year will take a hit because inventories have already been uh, planned and uh, will get piled up 
even it's uh, going to take some time for demand to recover secondly the supply chain of the upcoming autumn winter collections will also take a hit because the planning has already begun and the current disruption will have a significant impact on the supply side in the apparel industry the re- retail industry needs to improvise on their survival in- instinct recovery will coincide with a recession in the market compelling fashion players to ramp up uh, resilience planning and adapt their operating models and uh, during this time uh, providing deep discounts will be a, a very normal thing for the retailer so in order to reach uh, increasingly frugal and disillusioned consumers i think uh, brands must find very inventive ways to regain their value since measures like lockdown and uh, social distancing have already highlighted the importance of digital channels retailers and brands can uh, look up for their uh, digital escalation it should be foremost priority across the entire supply chain there will be a surge in demand across digital channels rather than physical stores therefore the brands must act fast uh, as possible to scale up and strengthen their digital capabilities in the recovery phase of this crisis and uh, to cope uh, with new restrictions mitigate the damaging impact of the pandemic and uh, adapt to economic and consumer shifts uh, i think brands must introduce new innovative strategies fashion leaders must uh, harness these innovations and scale up those that work in order to make radical and enduring changes after the dust settles right so kiri let's move on to the last question of the day how you see 2021 what changes do you foresee as per your practical experience and observation uh, throughout your life journey as a person as a professional what do you think covid-19 has already made 2020 a year of stress for every country around the world uh, more than 33% of the year has already passed and the remaining days uh, will see more crises until we find a solution for this virus or in uh, more accurate terms proper vaccine for this virus so the year 2021 will depend upon the actions that we take today to secure our future now as far as 2021 is concerned we already discussed that the future uh, can see rise in a number of trends there will be a rise in the use of advanced technologies that will enable uh, more contactless interfaces and interactions strengthened digital infrastructure surveillance using ai and big data ai enabled drug development telemedicine and online shopping and digital events these are some of the trends that might see a substantial growth in 2021 and i think that uh, this covid-19 situation is kind of a fire drill uh, which has taken place in 2020 so that uh, we can prepare ourselves for uh, future global challenges and uh, this crisis will prepare the world to respond to the climate emergency and other urgent sustainability challenges as a result of this experience uh, in fact we should not treat this virus as our enemy and instead treat it uh, as an element of the nature and learn from it 2021 may prove to be a blank slate for everyone where we can start from scratch and uh, prepare not just ourselves but also our future generation and uh, teach them the values of uh, personal health interdependence coexistence and so on now it's time for a change and that is only possible if we think ourselves as one race and one civilization it is time for a renewed positivity and stop blaming others for our actions I think uh, that uh, like every crisis in history this will also pass and the mankind will flourish but if we do not learn the lessons uh, taught by this outbreak then we are definitely destined to be doomed 
so my dear friends this was krishna das a very 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 dear friend of mine we have been friends for like ages now and uh, it's time to sign off but yes thank you so much for being such a lovely audience such a lovely people um for your time for your patience when you can be anywhere in the world but you choose to listen to me uh, to hear my uh, questions and uh, my guest speakers i am really 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 very grateful thank you god thank you so much universe for providing me this opportunity to be a part of such a wonderful experience as a podcast and i am really really looking forward for you guys to come back to hear more from my other guest speakers next week bye people bye good night